Welcome to the College Football Bros. I'm Michael Newman. And I'm Ryan Newman. All right, we continue Pac-12 preview week. Uh, it is question 10 of our overall college football season preview series. Uh, if you missed our last two episodes, we covered USC and Oregon, so be sure to check those out on our feed. Uh, but Ryan, what's our question for today? Our question today is, which Pac-12 pairing is the best? Okay, so... Uh, this is Ryan's idea. I think it's a great idea. So obviously the, the Pac-12 is made up of six pairings. So you've got Washington and Washington State, Oregon and Oregon State on down the line. And so to answer this question, we're just, we're just looking at, at their 2021 teams. And we asked ourselves, let's say Washington played games against Oregon and Oregon State. And then, uh, Washington State played games against Oregon and Oregon State. Who, who would win the combined, you know, the combined scores? Would the Washingtons or the Oregons have more points? So, uh, yeah, let's, let's just get into the rankings. All right. Well, we'll start off with the bottom. Number six, the worst pairing we, we agreed on was the Arizona schools, Arizona and Arizona state. So, okay. So I'm going to correct you there because I did not agree with this one. Oh, we, we combined did our oh. list. And, uh, you know, came up with the average, but I did not have Arizona and Arizona state last okay. on my personal list. Um, I, I know Arizona state has some issues with sanction. Well, potentially with sanctions and whatnot, we don't know what's going to happen as a result of their, uh, possible alleged violations. But, you know, as far as this season, they've got 95% of their production returning. I think they're potentially a top 20 type team. So they kind of anchor this group a little bit. I, Ryan, you can talk about Arizona because I'm guessing that's the reason they. they well, this yeah, Arizona. Arizona's looking at maybe it's possible they get. I mean, it's possible they go winless, but it's possible they get maybe like one or maybe two wins max. Um, this is going to be a tough first year for Jed Fish. Uh, the offense loses their best player, Kibi Grackenell. Uh, so yeah, they they're not going to be able to throw. Lines okay, decent running backs, but the defense is terrible as well. So I know they bring in Don Brown, defensive coordinator, but. That's a tall order. Um, and they were, I mean, they were terrible last year. So it's hard for our new staff to come in and all of a sudden make a massive jump. So, uh, they're, they're certainly in the fight for the worst team in the conference. Okay. Well, let's, uh, get to the one that I had last by, in my opinion, by kind of a decent margin, but, uh, Cal and Stanford is number really? five on our, on our combined list here. So, uh, Ryan, why'd you, why'd you have them here? I mean, they're, they're this out of all the pairings, these I have were the two that I thought were like the closest t- to themselves. So, mm-hmm. you know, they're they could very have very similar years. Um, they're both expected to go about four or five and five and four type seasons, maybe in the Pac-12, depending on maybe if you're higher or lower on them. But for Cal, you know, I, I have them low. I have them fifth here. It's not like I'm high on them, but I just feel like they Cal. I feel like they have a little too many concerns. Uh, that I'm a little worried about their O line really lacks lacks some punch, uh, severe lack of playmakers. They just do not have a good receiving core. Um, I like Garbers. I think he's solid, but he just doesn't have much to work with. And you know they lost a key piece in the spring. Uh, Brett Johnson, their defensive lineman, ruptured his Achilles, so he's out for the year. That's that's tough. And then they lose an all conference corner. So I you know I think they're gonna be okay. They have stay, they're gonna they're gonna just kind of be a middle of the road team and I think the same thing about Stanford really. Um if they can get better at stopping the run, um then I think they're going to be all right. Also, well, the jury's still out on on Jack West as a quarterback, but you know, they'll have a decent line. I think they'll get better. I think they're going to be a little more committed to running. Um I just see about same type of team here. 
four or five Pac-12 wins. They could combine for about nine or so. Okay, so for me, I I looked at SP Plus as kind of my anchor, and of course there are certain rankings where I disagree with SP Plus, but it's kind of a good starting point. Um, and it has Stanford about a touchdown better than Arizona, if I'm compar- comparing the Bay Area schools to the Arizonas, uh, which sounds about right to me. I, I mean, Stanford is is going kind of going in the wrong direction as a program. They're 122nd in returning production this year, so. I don't think there's like a massive difference between them and, and Arizona, the worst team. Um, but then it has ASU 13 points better than Cal. And there I disagree. That sounds like a bit much to me, but, but even if I'm adjust that a few points, um, combined, I think the Arizona schools just have a, a slight edge. So, well, in my opinion, a decent edge, but I can understand why you, yeah, the other way. I mean, this is a very subjective, you know, uh, thing here so we're not going to agree on everything it's good okay uh let's go to number four on the list utah and colorado and i think this is the right spot for for this group um colorado probably right around that stanford level um but utah they they bring this group up a notch they should be very good the defense was young last year got some experience and charlie brewer at quarterback he could be kind of the difference that that makes this offense um a lot better than last year with with Jake Bentley. Yeah, Colorado kind of obviously overachieved last year and but there is if you kind of look at what they got, it the, there was reason for for the the success that they had. They have a good offensive line, they can run the ball. Now, we'll see if they can get a little quarterback, a little better quarterback play this year. And their defense has still got some pieces, so they're going to be all right. I don't think uh, I think maybe some people are expecting them to kind of bottom out and then they didn't finish last year all that strong, but I still think that they're going to be a competitive squad. And yeah, Utah, I really like Utah this year. They got so much coming back. The defense is going to be strong. They're going to stop the run like always. They're tough up front. They got a good ground game, some actual decent receivers, one of the best tight ends in the country. So, uh, I, I think they're going to be, uh, fighting for the Pac 12 South title. So yeah, this is, I think this is just kind of a good group. They could be at, you know, nine, 10 wins combined in the conference. So maybe even better, but, uh, seems about the right spot for them. Okay, and we have a tie for second place on our list. We've got the the Washingtons and the Oregons tied. So Ryan, mm-hmm. uh, you why don't you make the case? You had the the Washingtons as the better group. So why did you yes. why did you like them? Yeah, so I had Washington, Washington State at the the two spot um, over the Oregons. Uh, the main reason is I just is I'm higher on Washington State than I think most people are. Um, I think they will clearly have a better team than let's say like the Beavers will. Um, I think they'll be a significantly better. Yeah, so I think the gap between Wazoo and the Beavers is more than the gap between USC and Oregon. Um, you mean between our so um, USC and Washington? Utah. I mean Washington, Washington and Oregon. Excuse <laughs> Washington, yeah. excuse me. Yeah, wow, yeah. I'm, I'm really confusing our listeners right <laughs> yeah. now and myself. Yeah. Uh, uh, but no, Rick Nick Rolovich. He was in his first year. Tough year to obviously be in your first year. COVID year, you don't have much practice. They only played four games. Their three losses were to Oregon, USC, and Utah. <laughs> like those were some very tough teams they're yeah. going up against and two of those were on the road so the one game they won was actually at oregon state and they won by 10 uh so i just really don't see why they wouldn't improve this year they got like 15 returning starters Jaden delora got his feet wet um, as long as he can stay in the game um max borgie is a good running back De- Deion mcintosh another good running back so i, th- I think they're going to be much much better and uw is set everywhere as long as they can get better quarterback play you know they're going to be good it's just a matter of are they going to be really good 
Yeah. Um, so I think you got two two teams that um, are, are good quality teams. I think Wazoo was going to surprise. So that's that's why I, I'm just higher on them. Yeah, that makes sense. I so the reason I have the Oregon's higher is it sounds like I'm. I think the gap is closer between Washington State and Oregon State than you do. I I see them as somewhat similar teams. Like I think both of them are good on offense. Wazoo, I'll give you maybe a little better because I because of Nick Rolovich in year two installing yeah. that run and shoot system. I, Oregon I, State I, loses Jamar Jefferson. They they're great running back. Yeah, so I I do think Wazoo will be better on offense, but I think they're both kind of equally bad defensively. Um, so <laughs> yeah. I, I do think Wazoo's better, and I do like Wazoo. I kind of agree with you there, but I guess I also probably see a bigger gap between Oregon and Washington than you do. I think maybe Oregon's four or five points better than than the Huskies. So it was yeah. a close one, but uh, yeah, it was. It was. I, it probably is good that they ended up tied. Yeah, yeah, that's true. All okay. right, let's finish with the last one here. Yeah. At number one, the LA schools, USC and UCLA. Um, I don't know if I want to say this was a clear number one, but I guess we both agreed. Um, I think it kind of was. Yeah, I mean, it, it it was sort of an easy choice, but it at the end of the year, I wouldn't be surprised if they weren't number one. Okay, that yeah, that's you a know. good point. Um, so as far as UCLA, we've kind of talked about this, but it seems like it should be Chip Kelly's best team that he's had uh, in LA. They were three and four last year, but all four losses were very very close, including against USC and at Oregon. So. 19 returning starters, that's kind of the main thing. They got everybody coming back. And Dorian Thompson-Robinson going into his fourth year at quarterback. He's gotten better every year. He should be maybe the best, or if not the best, one of the best QBs in the Pac-12, at least make a case for it. So defense was getting better. They got better against the run, which they had struggled with for a while. Now that it kind of flipped them, they stunk against the pass. But they got all their secondary coming back, so I think they'll get better. And USC, we kind of just know what they got there. Should be the, they're the favorites in the South. So, you know, anything less than, um, seven wins would, in the conference wouldn't be all that great for them. Um, so yeah, I think we're going to have definitely two winning teams in the conference with one maybe reaching seven, possibly eight. So two, two good teams. Yeah. It's, it's kind of interesting because the, almost every group here has one good team and one bad team as you, yeah. as you look, look down the list. Um, but that, that is not the case for this LA group there. I think they're both good. Um, sure, USC is, you know, you could argue a little bit behind Washington and, and a little bit behind Oregon. There's, there's a little bit of a gap there, but, uh, UCLA, I think more than makes up for that as a, you know, by far the best second fiddle of, of yeah. any of these second schools and, and these pairings. So yeah, um, there you have it. There's our, there's our top six pairings. Um, and, We'll show the list if you're you're watching on YouTube. And again, this is just a list for 2021. Uh, yeah. But Ryan, which pairing would you buy stock in? You know, moving forward the next few years. Yeah, this was tough. Actually, this if, this uh, one was, was a very tough. Really hard choice. Yeah, because like you said, there's always one high team and then kind of a low team in it as well. So I'm like, uh, <laughs> not yeah. sure I'm really buying it. Um, I thought about the LA schools, but I'm still just not buying Chip Kelly long term. Uh, I mean, he hasn't had a winning season yet, so it's not like he's proved anything um and uh, clay helton they are recruiting better but it's like eh, it's just not surefire so i ended up going with the the washington schools um i think jimmy lake will keep washington going strong for at least a few more years uh you know maybe win an ex- a pac-12 title and during that time a little bit disappointed on his recruiting so far um but 
hopefully that'll kind of pick up and they're still going to have talent. It's not like they're recruiting terribly. Um, they had a small class and stuff. So, and then I'm high on Nick Rolovich. I think he's going to get, uh, maybe, uh, a leech type of effect on Wazoo. Maybe not quite as to the success Leech had. He Leech had some good times, but I think he can have similar uh, aspirations and similar success there. So uh, I th- I'm pretty confident both those teams will be solid. Yeah, I I thought about the Washingtons, but I just, like you said, the start for uh, Jimmy Lake with, I thought yeah. recruiting would take an uptick. I thought, I don't know, I, I'm not sold on the offensive coordinator hire, so I'm, and, and he just lost Pete Kwiatkowski, the great yeah. defensive coordinator. So that kind of scared me away from them following up Chris Peterson. That's a tough act to follow. So I went with uh, the Oregon schools. I think Oregon will continue to be the best program in the Pac-12. And, you know, the way they're recruiting, it seems like it's getting better and better. I could see them, you know, making a playoff in the next few years. And then with Oregon State, I just think Jonathan Smith, he inherited a, you know, very bad team. And he's, you know, it hasn't quite shown up in, in, you know, like a bowl game yet, but I think that's coming. I think that. I mean, they were a snap away two years ago. Yeah, uh, they 2019. Were. They were just like, oh, so close. So, yep. So, yeah, that's that makes sense. Oregon. I mean, for Oregon, if they're the class, you know, then you don't have to have Oregon State be, you know, as long as they're somewhere competitive. But I'm investing. I mean, I am investing. High, I'm buying high in Oregon, so you know, they, yeah, I don't get credit for them just maintaining their level. But True. We'll see. True. Um, okay, but that'll do it for today's episode. Uh, if you don't already, be sure to follow us on Twitter at CFB Bros. Retweet uh, the episodes. I'm I'm tweeting them out every day, so we'd appreciate you helping to spread the word. Um, and we will be back tomorrow discussing the Washington Huskies. So we'll see you then. You've been listening to the College Football Bros. If you have any questions for the next podcast. Email them to collegefootballbros at gmail.com. To keep up with the brothers on social media, like them on Facebook at College Football Bros, follow them on Instagram at College Football Bros, and for their commentary on Saturdays, follow them on Twitter at CFB Bros. Thanks for listening.